Well, a very pleasant good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host for this quarter hour. Going to be talking about Jesus changing water into wine from John chapter 2 and showing you how Jesus Christ is God. If he weren't, you and I would be in deep trouble. But because he is 100% God and 100% man, you and I have the total assurance of everlasting life. The one who changed water into wine will change your thinking from turning to yourself for all the answers to turning to Christ. Indeed, Jesus has the answers you're looking for today. Now, of course, he may not send you a text or solve your immediate problem But he does send you his love. That's how you get through those problems. He sends you his forgiveness and his hope. And so you can cope with anything that comes your way from day to day. His precious word and sacraments will get you through. That's for sure. You see, what holds the universe together is the absolute fact that Jesus Christ is God. He's the one who once said, I and the Father are one. The word in the original means one of the same substance. He's the one who once said, because I live, you will live also. Since you know he does, live also, that is. Well, then you can trust a God who will die for you. And he did, and you can. From John chapter 2. And the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. And Jesus also was invited and his disciples to the wedding. And when the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what do I have to do with you? My hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now, there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification, containing 20 or 30 gallons each. And Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. And they took it to him. And when the head waiter tasted the water which had become wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, every man serves the good wine first. And when men have drunk freely, then that which is poor." You have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of his signs, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Indeed, his disciples believed in him. Mary said, do whatever he tells you. God, do whatever you desire in my life, and I will follow through using your precious word to direct me and to keep in touch with you. And I love this. The Bible says his disciples believed in him. So the miracle of changing water into wine confirms Jesus' identity as the Son of God and God himself. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Recan right here on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Well, the Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey's Circus, is just about history. Due to declining sales, the owners have made the decision to call it quits after being in business since the century before last. And if you're like me, you 
have some rather fond memories of cotton candy, the camels, the high trapeze, the elephants, the rides, the clowns, the happy faces, as well as trying to win that stuffed bunny for your honey. I can recall once how a mother had lost her child among the crowd at the circus. She was hysterical, racing here and there, shouting out to everybody she would meet and greet. Have you seen my little girl? She's blonde. She's about four feet high. Her name is Amy. I looked. We all looked for what seemed to be a very long time, from one end of that sprawling circus to the other. We looked and looked among the food booths, the rides, and underneath the bleachers. The mother was becoming even more hysterical when all of a sudden, there she was, that little girl, just standing there in the middle of the crowd. When their eyes met, she raced for her mother and clung to her. In fact, when anybody would see her throughout that afternoon, there was little Amy holding on tightly to her mother's dress because she knew that her mother would provide her with security and safety. In the Gospel of John, you just heard me read the account showing that Jesus is the one for you to cling to today. So there was this wedding at Cana. Jesus had been invited, along with his disciples, and his mother Mary was there. And this was the third day, and these weddings usually lasted about seven days. And when the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus simply said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus responded, Woman, what does that have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. So in other words, don't worry about it. This doesn't concern you. I'll take care of it. So his mother responded this way. She said to the servants, whatever he tells you, do it. What faith Mary had. So there were six stone jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. So Jesus tells the servants, fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. And they did. And the scriptures record that when the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, everybody serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. Well, this gentleman immediately noticed the high quality of the wine. So no question about it. This was a miracle of God. Jesus Christ is God. Who else could have done something like that? The Son of God and God himself. He's the one who said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. That's a promise you can cling to today, just like the girl at the circus clinging to her mother for safety and security. Indeed, you are eternally safe, eternally secure in Jesus Christ. No doubt about it. Like Mary, you and I can bring whatever is troubling or bothering us to the Lord. Of course, he's not a bellhop. He may not respond to your requests in the manner that you desire, but he will respond in some way, perhaps even today. The problem is you don't always do so, and neither do I. Bring your request to the Lord, that is. 
In fact, Luther says we're guilty of procrastinating prayer. He writes, It is good to let prayer be the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do at night. Be on guard against false, deceitful thoughts that say, Wait a while, you can pray in an hour. First, you must finish this or finish that. Luther concludes by saying, we shouldn't neglect the habit of true prayer and get caught up in in necessary work, which usually isn't all that necessary anyway. We can end up becoming lazy about prayer, he said, cold towards it and tired of it. But the devil doesn't get lazy around us. He discovers our Achilles heel, slips on in just in time to tell you not to take time to pray. And that's why the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, never stop praying. Never. One author has written, many people have little heart for prayer because they've never spent enough time in fellowship with God, with his holy word, and in seeking his will in prayer to ever get used to it. They're like, uh, well, they're like the eight-year-old child of a psychology professor who, when asked why he never did his homework, simply responded by saying, I've adjusted myself to inferior grades. (laughs) Hey, don't adjust yourself to inferior prayer. Remember who it is you're dealing with, please. The one who even the master of the feast had to admit had changed water into wine. The church father Chrysostom has said, we admire him not only on account of the miracles, but also by reason of the sufferings since he was nailed upon the cross. Yes, I mean, Jesus being nailed upon the cross. That, ironically, is the ultimate demonstration of his glory. Indeed, your sins are forgiven. Now, that's a fact that you can cling to every single moment of your life. Think about it. Ponder it. Jesus' suffering and death and resurrection are historically documented even in the writings of others, like the church fathers. Because of that death and resurrection, you are absolutely assured that what happened to Jesus Christ will happen for you. And that assurance comes in your baptism, because your baptism unites you to Christ, so that what he does, you do. He dies, you die. He rose from the dead, you will as well. Indeed, your baptism makes what Jesus did apply directly to you. So cling, please, to what applies to you today. Because when you turn to the Holy Scriptures every day, you discover that they are God's memory jogger for you. Yeah, that's right, jogger. (laughs) The good news about Jesus is jogged to the forefront of your mind as you go to it. You get reminded about his love. You get reminded about his forgiveness. You get reminded about his presence. Not only about what Jesus has already accomplished for you, but it reminds you of who he is as well as true God. So just as Mary demonstrated a strong faith by saying to the servants, do what he tells you, so you are able to demonstrate that 
type of strong faith as you recognize. Not that he will always do exactly what you tell him to do, but he will always do what is best and take care of the rest of your life from day to day as you head his way by faith in Jesus Christ. When Martin Luther's friends wrote despairingly of the negotiations at the Diet at Worms, Luther replied from Coburg, he said, that he had been looking up at the night sky, spangled and studded with stars, and had found no pillars to hold them up, and yet they did not fall. God needs no props for his stars and for his planets. He hangs them on nothing. So in the working of God's providence, the unseen is going to be prop enough for the seen. Indeed, Jesus, whom you cannot see, is with you today to give to you the good wine, the precious good wine of his forgiveness and the assurance of his presence with you all the way to heaven. Jesus once said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. You know what? You can trust in that good wine promise. Indeed, in Jesus Christ, you have a God who's 100% God and 100% man in one. The blessed miracle at Cana shows that he is. So you can trust a God who shows you who he is and what he says he's going to do. He did it. He died for you. He rose again that you might be able to taste an eternal good wine at a banquet in heaven that will never end. Join me in thanking God today for that banquet in heaven that will never, ever end. You're listening to Moments of Assurance. Here on Worldwide KFUO, I invite you to join me for the hour-long Moments of Assurance, Monday through Friday over the noontime hour. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a blessed rest of the day and a wonderful week coming up as well. The Lord richly bless you. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance with Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. You can email Pastor Hawkinson at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. That's mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Hear Moments of Assurance weekdays at noon on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news.